0: Welcome to Front Office Pros. Today, we're going to be talking about our top 24 Dynasty Safety Rankings with tiers. Joe and I are prepared with our lists, and we're excited to share them with you. If you haven't yet, go ahead and check out our other videos. We've done defensive ends, defensive tackles, linebackers, corners, and all the offensive positions. You're not going to want to miss that. Hut, hut, hike! All right, Joe, so... We break these out into five tiers, so who do you got in tier five?
1: All right, in tier five, at number 24, I've got Kevin Byard. Then 23, I've got Richie Grant. 22, Josh Metellus. 21, Grant Delpit. And at 20, Jalen Thompson.
0: Mm, Okay. So at number 24, I've got Cameron Curl. 23, Josh Metellus. 22, Marcus Williams, and 21, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. So interesting group here, Joe. I did not have Kevin Byard in my top 24. I thought about him, but I, I think he lost a step. I, I don't know where you stand. I mean, obviously you have him in the top 24. Uh, he was looked like he was getting burned left and right <laughs> uh, for the Eagles. So that's why I was concerned that he just isn't the same player as he was in Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I definitely – I I mean I have him at twenty four. I he I definitely considered not having him on there. Um but I felt like he's been, you know, a consistent player. I know he's older. Um but I looked at the numbers and he actually um last year in our league, he increased his point totals once he got to Philly. So ah, interesting. I was feeling like if he played for Philly the whole year. He would actually would have ranked higher last year in our league. So, you know, given that, um, you know, I felt like I should uh, include him in here.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you on Metellus. He's a guy who came out of nowhere, so that is kind of scary sometimes. But I think the way he played, I mean, he he did phenomenal with Brian Flores. So I, I think he's well justified to be in the top 24. I personally have Grant Delpit and Thompson later on. I thought about um, Delpit's a tough one because he can't stay healthy, but he's good.
1: Right? Is that what led you to put him here? That's that's why he's ultimately here. But you're not wrong. I mean, before he got injured, he was playing amazing. Um, and he's really good. I just the injury concern and him just not being healthy is what led him to this point. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now that's why that was the reason why I put Marcus Williams and CJ Gardner Johnson in this tier. Do you have either of those guys? I don't. Really? You don't have Gardner? You love Gardner Johnson.
1: Yeah. I just um I I do like him. I just don't I left him off. You know, I'm concerned I don't know where he's gonna be playing. Um, and he really waited a long time to get signed for that prova deal with the lions then he only you know he missed a lot of games due to an injury so i just don't know what his market's going to be and mm-hmm. where he's going to go and that was a little risky to me
0: that's fair i like both these guys marcus williams and cj Gardner johnson they can't stay healthy that's why i felt like i right. was waffling on whether i should have him in there or not but i felt like they're when they do play and i can speak especially for marcus williams because i have him when he does play he plays fantastic but it just he you know, It seems like he can't play a full season. How about Cameron Curl? Is he on your list? Yes. Yep. Okay. Cameron Curl on my list. I like Curl, but he's a free agent, and I don't know. I'm a little worried about where what, what's going to happen with him. I almost left him off. Um, one guy I didn't have in the top 24, and I really wanted to put him in there, and I don't know if you'll have him on there or not, but do you have Jeremy Chin in your top 24? Nope. You don't? Okay. I don't either. Uh, and I'm not surprised you don't, because you don't like guys who depreciate in value. And if you look at what he's done in our league, he was, uh, I had it now. I don't have it anymore. but he, he basically, you know, he started off, I think in the top 10 and then over time it went worse and worse and worse and worse. I just think he wasn't a fit for Evero, but I think he's a guy who might take a prove it deal in free agency. And I think he could do, I think he could do a
1: lot better depending on where he goes. Hmm. But he's been depreciating even when Everett wasn't there though. Yes, but
0: I think that depending on the right you, we saw that he could be good in in the right defensive scheme I think he could he, I think he had the opportunity.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that had a lot of hype around him when he got drafted. Like you said he came out right in his rookie year played, you know, was all over the field, played really well, but then for whatever reason, just play declined. I mean, I don't, like you said, I don't know if that's coaching scheme changes or what have you, but yeah, it'll be interesting in where he goes. Um, could have more value. I, I, I considered him, but ultimately didn't make it. So let's go over to tier number four. Who do you got there? All right. So my tier four at 19, I've got Javon Holland, 18, Rashawn Jenkins, 17, Jordan Battle, 16, Cameron Curl, and 15, Telenoga Hufunga. Okay. And number 20,
0: I've got Reed Blankenship, 19, Richie Grant, 18, Talanoa Hufunga, 17, Jalen Petrie, and 16, Grant Delpit. I'm a little surprised that you have Rayshawn Jenkins in the top 24. I do not. Uh, he's going to be age 30. This is nice. rankings. Now say He's can play late. I mean, you've got uh, Harrison Smith. I think he's like 35 or 36. He's still playing at a high level. But Jenkins will be a free agent for the Jaguars. I guess you're not concerned about
1: that going forward. Yeah, I mean, they could always bring him back. Um, I just feel like looking at his stats, he's just been, um, I mean, especially over the last two years. So, I mean, I guess that if, makes sense if that's your argument you're concerned if he's not playing with the Jaguars because, I mean, it really was um, the past two years with the Jaguars where he has had over 100 tackles. Um, play, and he's been durable the last two years as well, playing all 17 games. So I just think with that consistency, it was hard for me not to have him in here. Um, but it, if it's not with the Jacksonville Jaguars, hopefully he goes to somewhere where they'll utilize him similarly.
0: Yeah, I now I got to give you credit. I was not, I thought about putting Javon Holland lower. I just couldn't do it. Uh, I think he's a little, I think he's a name. I think he's a little overrated. Um, he's 24 years old, so it's hard not to put him higher. Uh, in our league, he's never, he's been in safety 44, 19, and 22. Not all that great. So I guess, were you just looking at it more objectively as, you know, what have you done for me lately? And he really hasn't all done that much.
1: Yeah, I mean I do agree he is a name, but at the same point time he's a young safety he's you know, he's only twenty four years of age. Um he's got some potential, but yeah, I feel like he's just been right around in that range based on his stats and numbers and I think that is there is a chance that this is just who he is and it's still a good player, but he might not just have that ability to go to that next level though.
0: I'm assuming you have Petrie later. Yes. Okay. And uh, do you have Reed Blankenship? I don't. Interesting. What made you – so I don't have battle. So what's your case for battle over Blankenship? Because Blankenship was able to get the starting role uh, this past season. In our league, he finished a safety tent. He's 25 years old.
1: Yeah, no, I, I considered him. I just – I guess I just had trouble, uh, you know, just this past year, really. He just came on um, – you know, and I, I, th- I think he's in for another prominent role that's coming up, but this was a guy that, you know, he was either the draft capital is just not there for him to potentially keep it if they wanted to move off of him. Uh, but there's no doubt. I mean, this past season, he had a really good, really good production. Um so we'll see if he can keep it up. I I, I consider oh, he's
0: him not a the, he's not a flashy name. I, I I don't I didn't really want to put him in there. I, I don't even know if he's all that good. I, I'm with you, but I just felt like based on the stats, I felt like I had to put him in there.
1: Yeah, he's got the stats. Whereas, like, um, you know, Jordan Battle with the Bengals, um, he really I I liked how he performed as a rookie. Um, you know, young safety. I think he can continue to grow, and it's. Really, uh, just him and Dax Hill on the back end at the safety position there. And I want to say um, they had – who else did they have there? They had somebody there, in this, and Battle kind of pushed him out for playing time. Um, I know he only aver- – in our league, he averaged 11 points, 100 – or 11 11- – Nick Scott, I game. believe, from the, the Rams, right? There we go, yes. So they had brought Nick Scott over. He kind of started the season, but – Over time, Jordan Battle grew on the Bengals, pushed out Nick Scott for playing time. So I'm expecting Battle and Hill to be the safeties moving forward for the Bengals, and he'll have more of a full-time role. And uh, just like, you know, his pedigree and what he was – things have hit the hype around him coming out in the draft, and the stats aren't going to blow you away Um, as far as, you know, 71 combined tackles, a couple of sacks and 17 games – but I think, you know, being able to start off in a starting role form could be big.
0: Yeah, I also give you credit when it comes to Richie Grant, uh, putting him lower. I thought about it. He was a tough one for me to rank because uh, he's done well. But I don't know how invested they are in the team you know, with him. And my concern, honestly, is based on the new philosophy and coaching. You see Raheem Morris now coming in here. How does that affect that defense as a whole? And you saw that with Jalen Petrie. And that's why I felt like I had to put him there. If we would have done this last year, Petrie probably is in tier one. But you saw that under D'Amico Ryans, he wasn't as good. And at one point, he was even benched because of his performance. So to me, it's like this guy is not doing he's, – he's not performing in the same capacity that he was uh, under Lovey Smith. So to me, it's like if that's going to be the case, this might be the new Petrie. So I felt like it was hard for me to rank him. And that's why it was hard for me to figure out with Grant because now that Morris is coming in, what's going to happen to him? It's tough.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is a good point. I mean, changes in coaching. I, I As far as Petrie, I would hope that he could maybe just figure out what – um, what's his name? Oh, what D'Amico Ryans is putting down. I, I hope that he could – You tension. forgot D'Amico Ryans? Yeah, I just threw a blank on the name for oh a second. Oh, boy. He's um, having a brain fart over there. Yeah. I would hope that Jalen Petrie would be able to, you know, understand the philosophy better with his second year and grow into it because he is such a good player. Um, you know, we saw that his rookie year. But, you know, not all guys are good fit for systems, so maybe it just won't work out. And same thing with uh, Vermehee Morris. We'll see if, if he, you know, Richie Grant fits what he wants to do or if they'll – if Richie Grant might falter as well. So who do you got in tier three, Joe? All right. Tier three. Huh. Coincidentally enough at 14, I've got Jalen Petrie, 13, Minka Fitzpatrick, 12, Xavier McKinney, 11, Julian Love, 10, Kyle Duggar, and nine, Buddha Baker. Okay. So at 15, I've got Kyle Duggar,
0: 14, Jalen Thompson, 13, Javon Holland, 12, Jaquan Brisker, 11, Cameron Bynum, and 10, Xavier McKinney. I get the impression that you're not concerned about Kyle Duggar becoming a free
1: agent. Um, No, not really. I mean, I think um, I just I like him as a player and think uh, – I think he should be able to adjust to whatever kind of defense he goes to and I think he's could be a sought after guy. He's been really productive straight out of a you know as a as a rookie he's been really productive and we'll see if the Patriots don't even bring him back
0: yeah I mean he's he's a little bit older right from a dynasty standpoint twenty eight but we know safeties can play a little bit later. He was a tough one for me i I put Jalen Thompson ahead of him. I didn't really want to, but it's hard to refute what he's done. He's going to be 26. In our league, he's been safety 23, 10, 4, and then 131, which is irrelevant. But, I mean, those are really good numbers for him. It's like it's hard for me not to put him higher.
1: Jalen Thompson, that is, you're saying?
0: Yeah, right, and you had him lower than I did. Much lower. I think you had him in Tier 5. Yeah, I did, (laughs) but I still let him on here. Yeah, but you just weren't as enamored as I was with him.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It was, you know, honestly, it was tough for me to place a lot of these guys just because, you know, especially with our scoring in the safety position, they all get a decent amount of tackles. Um, all have a pretty safe floor, and, you know, I feel like there wasn't much separation here, and you could kind of argue that certain guys should be higher than others.
0: Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, it was. I I agree. This 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 middle was definitely tougher. I, I agree with you on McKinney. I almost put him higher. I just he's he's been kind of up and down, and he's a free agent, so there's a lot. I he, he will be a depending on where he goes, that things could change for me. I'm also surprised. I thought you'd have Love higher. I haven't said Love yet, but I I know you're a big fan of Julian Love.
1: Yeah, I like Julian Love. Uh, but. You know, I, I like some uh, other guys better. <laughs> um, I'm assuming I, Brisker. We're going to be hearing Brisker and buying them later. Then, yeah, I was surprised you had those guys so low. Really? Why do you say that? Well, I—I I mean, I think Brisker's only 24. He'll um, be 25
0: like, by the end yeah, of the year. Yeah.
1: I like, I like what I've seen out of them. Uh, they just—they just got rid of Eddie Jackson, so we'll see what else they bring in there. But I think Brisker with the with the removal of Eddie Jackson's in for going to be in for a larger role this upcoming season.
0: Mm, an interesting call. I mean, he's been good. He's been t- safety twelve and then twenty three. So I mean, he has been. He's, no doubt, he's been good. Bynum came out on the scene this year. I just uh, I, I wanted a little bit of a different approach than you. I, I just you're going to hear a little bit later for me. But I, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick and Buddha Baker, uh, you know, they're. Uh, They're a little bit older, but like we said, safies can play later in their career. I know that most recently Buda and Minka did not have a good year, but if you scrap that year, I mean, these guys have been studs.
1: Yeah. I've just been concerned with them from an injury perspective and lack of playing the full seasons. And that's what's concerned me a little bit. Um, You know, especially, you know, uh, especially with Minka Fitzpatrick, he's a little bit, he's a little bit older. um, I know he's 27. Right. It's not I mean,
0: that
1: much older. Right, true. I mean Buda Baker's twenty-six. I mean, it's a fair point. Um yeah, but I, twenty-eight. Oh, Buda Baker's older? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought see, I had them flip flopped. But um I, I, know, mean, I Love is like,
0: Julian Love is twenty six.
1: Yeah. But as far as um Minka goes, I feel like he's another one of those big name guys. I know he he, is. Is, he has performed, but um the interception numbers have seemed to not be there. And I feel like that's what he banked a lot of his play on. Not he wasn't a high tackle guy. And that's where I uh like, you know, Budabaker more.
0: But neither is Justin Simmons. And neither you're gonna neither of us are gonna put him in the top twenty four here. But Simmons has been pretty solid over the past few years.
1: Oh yeah, he's solid. Um but yeah, I mean there's a reason why you won't hear Justin Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, I guess that's a good point. At least, you, at least you're consistent on that. Yeah. Who, who do you got in tier two? All right, in tier two at number eight, I've got Brian Branch, seven Dax Hill, six Cam Bynum, five Jesse Bates, and at four Jaquan Brisker. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> at nine, I've got Julian
0: Love, eight Buddha Baker seven Minka Fitzpatrick, six Jesse Bates and five Daxton Hill. I was this close to putting Dax Hill in tier one. Now you have four guys ahead of him. What was your reasoning by that? He's a former Michigan man too, you know, Joe?
1: Yeah, I know. I, I mean, and you always call me out for Michigan bias, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like Daxton Hill. I think he's got a lot of potential. Um, I guess I know some of these guys are just a little more little more proven on them and I guess you're just betting on more of that potential and you know for him to continue to grow upwards.
0: But First time in the starting role. Ended up being True. safety 8 in our league. I I feel like you you can't consider year 1. I mean that's a threat to throw out because they already had starting safeties before. They drafted him the first round. He basically was redshirted.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Jesse Bates was there his first year.
0: Yeah, and so was Von Bell. And then both of them were gone, and then he started into the starting role, and then he started playing that well. So to me, I I, I mean, I was really impressed with the guy. So I, I can't see why he wouldn't continue with what he was doing. The concern was that maybe, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think
1: people were a little worried if he was a little too small. That, that was my concern, and I didn't know how they were going to – uh, utilize him if he was going to solely be safety either. Or is he going to play in that nickel role? Um, but, I mean, like you said, first year in the starting role and you finished as safety eight in our league, that's pretty good for him.
0: So your rationale behind Brisker is that he's going to take that next step with Eddie Jackson. That's what you're saying. Why you have him so high?
1: Yeah. I And I, I really like Brisker as a player. I think he's a, a really good safety. And first couple of years in the league, I mean, he's been – uh, top twenty four in both years, so I, I think he definitely, with a larger role, could take that next step here.
0: Yeah, I, I could, I could definitely see that. I, I don't know if he will, but you're anticipating that, and I don't blame you for putting him that high. I took a little bit of a different approach, as you can see. You and I were exactly pretty, pretty close on Bates, so I'm, yeah. I'm a little surprised by that because Bates is older too. But you know, Bates had a it's
1: just it's out. hard to it's hard to deny though his consistency. That that was my struggle. I wasn't really sure where to put them because he is older, but he's just been so consistent. And then he absolutely took off uh, going away to Atlanta. But hopefully, you know, with uh, Raheem Morris at the the helm, it doesn't change much for him.
0: Yeah. I think for me, again, I I went with Buda and Fitzpatrick. I think if you throw out last year, I think these guys are worthy of this tier. Um, And I'm willing to bet on that because they're not old enough yet where I feel like I need to be concerned. So I think that uh, I feel more confident that they're going to be moving there forward. I'm a little surprised by Brian Branch. I guess we're, we're going to disagree on this one. Um, you just didn't feel like you felt like that's where he he showed enough to be good, but maybe he's not that good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of my thoughts on him. I, I do think he's a you know good player, but. Yeah, and then also, yeah. I mean, he had a good rookie year. Um, I just don't know. Like, as good as he was, if he ends up, if there's more for, if there's more to his game, or is that just kind of where he's at? That could be a ceiling. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was concerned
0: with. Yeah, I, I trust me. You know, I like, I like buying him, but I just, uh, he was a one year wonder. And I just don't know if he'll continue. I mean, he he did trail off towards the end of the season too. I don't know if he looked into that, but that also I remember because I traded him away, and I kind of was following his progress, and he kind of, you know, not not like off the map, just not
1: as elite as he was this past season. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I I mean, he's going to still be there with Minnesota um, with that defense, so. I'm not too concerned about him.
0: All right, Joe. So who do you got in tier number one? All right. In
1: tier one, number three, I've got Derwin James. Number two, I've got Antoine Winfield Jr. And number one, Kyle Hamilton.
0: Okay. So number four, I've got Brian Branch. Number three, Antoine Winfield. Two, Derwin James. And then one, Kyle Hamilton. So pretty close. Um, I just added Branch in there and then you and I swapped James and Winfield. Here's my rationale on Branch. He's gonna be he's 22. He'll be closer to 23 by the beginning of the year. In our league, he was safety fourteen, and he only played 15 games. So had he played, you know, more games, I think this guy could have been even better. So I, he was way more impactful than I anticipated. I, I completely botched that one. I, I, I avoided him because I didn't. I thought he was going to be a tweener. But he's played really well. I just felt like from a dynasty perspective, uh, he he was worth having in there. I contemplated it, but I felt like it made most sense to put him in that tier. I understand where you're coming from, too. I just anticipate that he'll continue because he was such an impact player
1: as a rookie.
0: If you see that, I just feel like he's just going to grow in time.
1: Yeah, he he definitely could, um, but I mean, just sometimes when guys have like really good rookie seasons, like he did, it's also tough for that to kind of repeat um, and sustain the type of production level as well. But you know, we'll we'll see. And then as far as Antoine
0: Winfield, I, here's my reasoning: I know he had an unbelievable season, but I just don't want to take that that biased too strongly because he is a free agent if he goes to tampa i feel better about it if tampa can't bring him back which it sounds like they probably would franchise him from what i've heard um, i'd be a little more concerned just because i felt like he was good but i mean with Bulls this year under this season he was absolutely elite He, he he there was an argument to be made that he could have been in the running or defensive player of the year. Like, I know people will be like, well, how could you say that? But, I mean, as a safety, he was way – like you look at stats-wise, he was way better than a safety this year.
1: Yeah, ab- absolutely. And but, I mean, the, Mar- oh, as say our something? league goes? I mean, this was also the first time he's played all 17 games. So, I I think that with four more games, his numbers could have looked a little different to where – no doubt, this was an unbelievable year for him. But I think his other numbers would have been a a little bit closer had he played the extra four games.
0: So, why did you have him over Drew and James, though? Because, in my view, James, I mean, of course, from an injury standpoint, that's been, I was worried about that. But his past three seasons, safety seven, safety six, safety three, he is going to be getting to 28 years old coming up. And then maybe that's your reasoning why. But he's been able to stay healthy. The injury bug has not been bothering him of late.
1: Yeah, I mean, that. uh, ultimately, you know, I gave uh, Winfield a slight edge just because, you know, he's 25 um, compared to, you know, James is only two years older than him. But, you know, he's already – James has already had the injury concerns. um, And then now he's a little bit older. He's, you know, he's never played all 17 games in the season yet. So, I mean, he's gotten – he's played 16 games twice. He's been close. It's not like he's missing – Full years, you know, a lot, but yeah, the fact that he's older, I mean, you get a little bit more longevity advantage on Winfield, so I put him higher. But I mean, I have Derwin James at three just because he's been. I I think he's like overhyped and overrated as a player, but there's oh, no denying. There's no denying go. his stats. Here we go.
0: Coming from a Denver Broncos fan,
1: yeah, you know why? Because I never see the guy do anything when the Broncos play him. He'll make like one big hit, and they'll be like, oh. Derwin James. We well, you like big
0: hits, though. That's yeah. play of physical football. It's, it's setting the tone.
1: Well, you can't do that anymore. The NFL's taking that out of the game. You, uh, can't, <laughs> you can't hit hard anymore. You can't be physical. And, or else, if you are, you're you're labeled as being dirty. Oh,
0: boy. this is not. We're not talking about Kareem Jackson, Joe. We're talking about Derwin James here.
1: Right. Yeah, because the NFL doesn't have a bias on him.
0: Alright, so going over to uh your your number one quarterback corner safety. I'm sorry, what am I talking about? <laughs> uh Kyle Hamilton. Do you think we have him too high? Um, he's twenty three years old. He was safety nine this past season and safety fifty five. He definitely took a step in the right direction in his second season, very disappointment rookie year. Do you just feel like the ceiling is just immense for this guy? He's just he has to be one.
1: That's what I felt like. I mean, uh, 22, you know, and I just feel like the this year I really saw Baltimore using him more, moving him all around. He was at his best when they were allowing him to blitz the quarterback as well. would like to see them do that even more because he only had, uh, um, you know, three sacks out of that. I'd like him to be more of a blitzer and get some more sacks out of the safety position, but um, – And he see him force some fumbles as well. I just, yeah, at his age and what he showed, I I didn't know who else to put one.
0: Do you have any concern about Mike McDonald leaving? Do you think that that could possibly affect him in any way?
1: Positively or negatively? Yeah, I mean, I don't... I mean, it it could, right? Whenever there's coaching changes, it could, but... um, at the same point, like a new coordinator could, it's tough to say. I, I don't, a new coordinator could come in and use him better, but then also they could be taking a step back and maybe the new defensive coordinator won't be as aggressive, allowing him to play closer to line of scrimmage, which would definitely depreciate his value.
0: Yeah. I, I will say I do feel sort of vindicated, uh, of, of you know, with Kyle Hamilton this year, because, you know, I do a draft board every year heading into the rookie draft. You know, that, and I had him as a blue chip prospect, and I believe I had him as my number one overall player, which I know as a safety, you're like, oh, how could you possibly do that? You know, in our league, you know, the scoring is balanced. So, you know, offense and defense, you know, if you have a top player at a position, um, you know, it's pretty commensurate to what you would have in an offense. You know, obviously, there's different values for everything, but I just felt like he was the best player. Um, from a blue chip standpoint and he's finally showing what I thought he could be. Um, So I'm excited about his future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just was looking into it. Um, I do like the fact that the uh, new defensive coordinator for the Ravens, you know, he's a former uh, player there. So he knows the organization. Well, he's, he talks about playing like a Raven. So he kind of knows the culture and kind of what the expectations are. So hopefully he doesn't change too much and keeps that. I feel like the Ravens have always been like an aggressive playing style defense. So hopefully playing like a Raven means keeping that aggressiveness up. So where Harold Hamilton will be in the box more and closer to line of scrimmage. So that does
0: it for our top 24 Dynasty safety rankings with tears. Joe and I were prepared and we provided them to you. And I'll say it like I said at the top. Make sure you check out our other videos. We did quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends, defensive ends, defensive tackles, linebackers, cornerbacks. I got to catch a breath. We we did all of them. Uh, So hopefully you found some value. And we, you know, we enjoyed going through these. Uh, I know uh, for some of these, we really had to dig deep, Joe. Uh, But uh, it it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, A couple of positions, we definitely had to dig deep. But, you know, what made it through. And uh, the defense allowed us to have some great conversations. It really did.
0: It really did because it's more unconventional than what's mostly out there. Uh, But coming up next, uh, we're going to be covering the NFL Combine. You're not going to want to miss that. We're going to be talking about defense and offense. Uh, So you're going to want to check that out. Thank you so much for watching. And until next time.